Welcome to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. You know, sometimes God calls us to things to do and we're not sure about it and so forth. So we're hesitant and we're timid in our action of following what God is saying. Mm, 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 mm. Guys, I'm about to minister to myself. Y'all are welcome to listen while <laughs> while I do this because... Um, mm, I'm being called into quiet obedience and, you know, and, and that means to kind of hush my mouth, be humble, put my head down and get to work. Sometimes we're called to do that. Um, there was a particular individual in the Bible from the book of Judges 6 through the 8th chapter by the name of Gideon. And um Gideon was from one of the least of tribes, and he seemed to be a very unlikely person to carry out the will that God had. But God wanted God's will for him was that he wanted the Mid the Midianites, a nomadic group of people, um, who challenged Israel often to be defeated, and God chose Gideon to do it. And like I said, Gideon was from the least in terms of tribe, and while the Midianites were a large tribe. Um, Gideon was set out to Gideon set out with a tribe with about thirty two thousand people to um or or men to take on this task. But before Gideon set out, Gideon wasn't sure that God what God was called him to do. So Gideon did something that we're told in the book of Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, sixteenth verse, not to do. Um, he tested God and he asked God about, you know, he set out several pieces of fleece and asked God to make one wet and one dry and so forth. And, you know, and God accepted the test, which, you know, if we think about who God is, the question is, why are we even testing God? Because God, one, his, his promises are, have always proven faithful. His word does not return to him void and, you know. And we're to have faith, you know, faith the size of mustard seed. Well, Gideon's faith was somewhere around mustard seed size. Not sure if it reached that much, but God was able to work through him. Because, you know, as Gideon started out with his 32,000, you know, you know, and Gideon was comfortable leading the charge. But, you know, as with our lives today, God had other plans. We think one thing's going to happen and God's up to something else. Well, what God happened to do with Gideon is he told Gideon, hey, you need to stop real quick. You need to talk to your troops and anybody who is afraid or who has doubt, they need to go home. Well, Gideon did this and Gideon found that out of his 32,000 men, 22,000 of them were scared. Now, mind you, they're already outnumbered, but 22,000 people were, were scared. God told Gideon, Send the scared people home. So he's now left with 10,000 people. And, you know, sometimes God strips away at our resources and our ability and skill that we think we have. But, and even then, sometimes God's not done. You know, God further told Gideon, hey, we're going to go down to the, we're going to go down to the watering hole, the lake, the river, what have you. And, uh, and, and, and we're to, and, we, and let them drink their fill so they're hydrated so they're replenished because guess what God was about to make happen he was either about to make some go forward or he's about to make some go back he told Gideon hey pay attention you got 10,000 men left any of them 
um, who drink by any of them who kneel down to drink, you need to send them home. Um, you know, they, they need to drink by picking, scooping the water in their hand and pulling it up to their mouths, you know, and, and Gideon did as he was told. Gideon followed God's direction. He was down to 300 men. The Midianites had a formidable sized army and said they had over 100,000 people in their camp. And Gideon now has just 300 men. Gideon had one choice. He had to rely on God to provide a miracle. And sometimes in our life, that's what we have to do. We have to rely on God. You know, um, God has a plan for us that, and God is able to not only confuse the enemy, but he confines, confounds the enemy, he confounds the plans of those who, who form weapons against us, you know, um, and that's what he had in place. Um, God, the amazing thing in this situation is God didn't even have those 300 men of Gideon's to fight. God told Gideon to surround the camp of the 100,000 Midianites. And once the camp is surrounded as his command, he wanted them to blow their trumpets and he wanted, he wanted a certain number to blow their trumpets and another number he wanted to smash glass jars together so that they heard the clashing and so forth. And this naturally was done at night and on the cloak of night and under God's presence, what took place was when those horns blew and the glass crashed, you know, the Midianites jumped up in confusion and knowing that they were under attack, but they began attacking each other. So you have a hundred thousand men confused, killing each other. Gideon and his men had very little work to do for God had worked. God had stepped in and God had provided a miracle. God has stepped in and, and does what, and did what he does. And a couple things we can learn is God is able to work with just a little bit of faith. If we can turn to God, God's got us. The other thing is, God wants us to trust him. You know, um, hopefully we don't purposely test God, because like Gideon, we're testing God. I don't want to see how he tests us, you know, but God does prune us. He snips us. <laughs> he files us down. You know, he gets us prepared for whatever his purpose is, and we can't see that, and we have to be okay with not seeing what God has in store, but trusting God, applying that faith, knowing that God is not going to lead us astray, and God is going to be victorious, you know, um, and so we have to be mindful of not using the world's lens to determine what God's going to do. We have to be mindful of not seeing things in our earthly eyes, but understanding just like Elijah Ask God to open Elisha's spiritual eyes so that as they were facing the 850 prophets so that they could see the chariots of fire that God had prepared from heaven to fight, to fight a battle on a different level. And that's what God wants to do. God wants to intercede in our life and he wants to handle things on a different level. It is so hard for us as individuals to turn to God and allow him to intercede and take over things at a different level. But know this, if we turn to God and we trust God, God sees us. 
Oh, he sees us. Oh, he sees us. Um, in closing, I had a I, I I I had a moment the other day as as I was um dealing with something, and uh, you know the moment nearly brought me to tears because as I was um as I was kind of trying to uh, formulate the words to express how I felt about something, and I couldn't I, 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 the words couldn't come to me. I, you know, I was almost so overwhelmed with feeling that I could not, um, could not, could not articulate my thought. And a fellow believer with the community of saints who I was, um, who I was sharing with said the simple thing of, I see you. And when that was said, it was like, bam, it was almost like, it, it, no, it wasn't, it was not like God literally said, through this clay vessel, this person, I see you, I got you. And all of a sudden it was like, bam. And I just snapped back and I realized it's good. It's good. Um, there's no need for articulation. You know, the fact that, you know, I was, um, even trying to articulate, um, what was felt in the presence of believer. God knew that I was turning to him. God knew that I was speaking to him and that I trusted him and it made all the difference not only in that day but even at this point you know the bliss of knowing that God sees me that God loves me that the creator and the maker of the universe thinks enough to say hey I see you it means everything it means everything and hopefully it means that to you hopefully seeing God and knowing that God sees you and loves you hopefully that means everything to you because once that means everything and becomes your everything you're able to do anything despite sometimes feeling like you're just you're just nobody trying to help somebody God, we come to you in prayer and we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for seeing us. Thank you for letting us know that even with just a little bit of faith, you will intercede. And that with just a little bit of trust, you will take care of us. Thank you for allowing us to be your hand. Thank you for blessing us. And we ask and we just say thank you for the for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, through who we are redeemed. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, guys, as always, be you, do you, stay you. Take care.